Welcome to Analyzing with Abby, the podcast where we discuss true crime, conspiracies, social justice issues, anti-MLM, and more. Today, we are talking about the real life of a pastor's wife. I am here today with my mom. She is a pastor's wife, and I'm going to be asking some questions about her experiences. So how long have you been a pastor's wife? Well, we have been married almost 28 years. I started out as a youth pastor's wife, then an associate pastor's wife, and I've been a lead pastor's wife for almost 19 years. How did you meet? We met when I was in my first year of teaching middle school music, and one of my co-teachers told me about the youth pastor at his church. I didn't think too much about it because I was pretty focused on how crazy teaching middle school music was, but I was looking for a church home, and one Sunday afternoon, I opened up the phone book. This was before the internet. And I saw that Tiffany Fellowship Assembly of God had an evening service. I knew that's where my co-teacher went to church, so I just decided to try it out. Turns out it was Super Bowl Sunday night in January of 1992. I didn't even know it was Super Bowl Sunday. That was not on my radar. As soon as I walked in the door of the church, I felt the presence of God in a way that I hadn't in a long time. It just felt like home. Then I remembered that youth pastor and hoped he didn't think that I was there to meet him. But he saw me and came up and introduced himself, and we discovered that my teacher friend had told each of us about the other one. I was really enjoying the service, and about halfway through the sermon, this youth pastor guy came and sat down next to me. It seemed a little bit weird, but also okay. I slipped out of the church at the end, and he ended up calling me later that night. When you were dating, what were your thoughts about the possibility of becoming a pastor's wife? You know, I didn't think too much about what it would be to be the pastor's wife. Um, I was very involved in the youth group and the church, and as things got serious between us, the idea of marrying a pastor didn't seem scary. It felt pretty natural. Of course, I didn't really know what I was getting into yet. What is one thing you wish you knew when you first became a pastor's wife? I wish that I'd been more secure in just being me. I wasn't really sure what the expectations were for being a pastor's wife besides just being married to the pastor. I definitely felt a little overwhelmed at times. Over the years, I've discovered that just being me is what God has called me to do. And it's much easier than trying to be someone else. Was it difficult raising kids in the church as a pastor's wife? No, because my kids were always good. No, you know, we tried. (laughs) The hardest part for me was when we left a larger church and we came to a smaller one without very many kids. Because I didn't want my girls to have less opportunities or friends. But this actually turned out to be one of the best things for our family. We got to see God do so many things in the church And as the church grew, the kids' ministries became a very special thing. I do think that my girls felt a level of pressure due to being pastor's kids that I wish they hadn't had to have. But I also think that the blessings outweighed the negatives overall. I agree. The blessings definitely outweighed the negatives. And yeah, there was some pressure there being pastor's kids. But that was all we knew, so it was normal for us. 
Do you think people have higher expectations of you? Yep. They can't help it. And it's okay. I don't always fit the mold of a traditional pastor's wife. And there have been a few ladies that haven't always approved of some of my ways. While that doesn't feel good, it's okay. I am 100% sure that those higher expectations have pushed me to have many experiences that I wouldn't have otherwise had. Mostly good, some not so great. I don't pretend like I have it all together because I don't. And I think that has allowed me to have better relationships with people in our church. I choose to honor God, and if other people don't like how I'm doing that, that's on them. What are some of your responsibilities at church? Well, I'm not always great at balancing my responsibilities. There is a saying that the pastor's wife is the plug. Wherever there is a hole, we fill it. At our first church, I was very involved in the youth group and young adults group, and I taught an elementary Sunday school class. At our second church, I taught the preschool group on Sunday evenings and helped with kids' ministries, some on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. When my husband became the lead pastor at our current church, I probably took on too much at the beginning. I taught kids' church every Sunday morning and girls' ministries every Wednesday night for years. I worked in the nursery, got our women's ministries up and running, organized church events, pretty much everything I could do, I did. It was exhausting, but wonderful. And at some point, the exhaustion became stronger than the wonderful, And for a bit, I got myself out of balance. I still struggle with that balance sometimes, but there are many areas that I'm passionate about and want to be a part of, and I don't ever want to lose that passion. Are there things you do behind the scenes for church that people probably don't realize? I hope so, because I'm more interested in doing what God calls me to do than in other people seeing what I'm doing. As the church grew and we had more staff and volunteers, my responsibilities became less. I still felt like I needed to jump in when I see an area that needs help, but I don't always give in to that feeling anymore. I missed out on quite a few special events in the early days to do childcare so that other people could attend the events. I organized our van ministry and am currently driving one of the vans on Wednesday nights. I love teaching kids. It's my passion, but I've definitely missed out on being in church on Sunday mornings through the years. Because I work with the kids so much, I don't always get to interact with our adults. Honestly, being in the ministry means cleaning toilets when needed, having your evenings get disrupted when others are in need, counseling people in crisis, loving people through grief, and sometimes just being available when they need a safe place to vent. I wouldn't say that I love all of that, but I do consider it a privilege to be used by God in so many ways. So we used to live in the Parsonage, which is the house right next door to the church that the church owns. We actually lived there twice. First, when we first came to the church, um, then we moved out, and then we moved back in. So what are some of the things you liked and disliked about living in the Parsonage And did people ever invite themselves over or show up unexpectedly? Well, the Parsonage, thankfully, was an awesome house. It was a big house, the big yard, and we had a lot of fun there. Don't forget the secret passageway. The secret passageway was amazing. Um, Sometimes people would drop by, but honestly, not too often. 
occasionally somebody would need in the church when it was locked or something like that. There was one lady who would stop by and ring the doorbell seven times because that was God's <laughs> number. I didn't really love that. Um, but when I was working in the church office, it was great to have the girls stay home while their dad and I were right next door. It was fun to have the church parking lot to ride bikes in. I really liked living there until we became empty nesters. It was too much house for just two people. And I wanted us to own a home and build some equity for our future. When you worked at the church, how did you balance living next door and attending multiple church services a week? Honestly, I don't know how we balanced it. We just did what we had to do. It was very busy, but it was a good busy. When we transitioned to not having a Sunday evening service anymore, that helped life become a little more balanced. Family time was very important to us, and we tried very hard to not let the church interrupt that. I enjoyed working at the church for a season, but after a while it stopped being the right thing, and I got a job outside the church that provided some much-needed health insurance and other benefits Plus, it allowed me to interact with people outside the church, which was good for me. Are there things you do or don't do outside of church in case a church member sees you? Not really. I'm pretty much the same everywhere I go. I do try extra hard to be friendly to strangers since you never know if they will show up at church next week. I dress pretty modestly all the time, and I have no desire to do things that would be inappropriate for the ministry, whether in public or private. My goal is really to honor God all the time, no matter where I am. Are there stereotypes that are untrue about pastors and pastors' wives? The old stereotype is that the pastor's wife who plays the piano and smiles in the background, but I don't think too many pastor's wives fit that stereotype anymore. Many pastor's wives don't work outside the home, and they have more time to invest into the ministries of the church. And I sometimes feel bad that my full-time job limits what I can be involved in, but I know I'm where God wants me to be, so I do what I can. I don't have any ministry training, and I think sometimes people think I have more wisdom than I do. I study my Bible regularly, but I'm no expert. I've watched a lot of people walk through some very difficult situations, and I've tried to learn from them. I'm always happy to listen, pray with, and help others as much as I can, but I'm really not more special than anyone else. For pastors, almost nobody outside of the ministry understands how much work is involved. Between sermon prep, financial reports, managing staff, endless emails, texts and meetings, people who just drop by, it's way more than a a 40-hour-a-week job. And yet... Many people think it's only really working one day a week. Pastors often don't have time or energy for activities outside of the church, and burnout is a real problem. Does it ever get overwhelming being a pastor's wife and being so involved in the church? Yes, almost always. And I can choose to let that overwhelming feeling wear me out, or I can choose to better control what I'm involved in so it's manageable. I am much better at recognizing when I'm overwhelmed and adjusting responsibilities than I used to be. I guess I learned the hard way. Even though it can be overwhelming, I really do love the opportunities that come with being a pastor's wife. I've been able to know so many amazing people, and my life is richer because of it. 
I do feel like I always have to be on at church. Sometimes that can be exhausting and I'd rather just stay in the background and hide out. I also feel that way when going to ministry conferences. I am not great at small talk and it's hard for me to enter a room and visit with people that I barely know. But like most things, that has gotten easier the more I do it. Is there anything you would change about being a pastor's wife? Well, there have been some really challenging times. It's very difficult when people in the church can be unkind, and that happens in every church. We've had our share of hurtful experiences, but honestly, compared to other pastor's wives and a few of my Facebook groups, we have had it very easy. Thankfully, some of those experiences have drawn me closer to God. Regardless of the hurt I feel, I choose to serve Jesus the best way I can. Jesus understands hurt, and he always comforts me through those times. It's difficult for pastor's wives to have close friends within the church. I've been fortunate to have some good friends through the years, but for many pastor's wives, it can be very lonely. Have you had experiences or opportunities that you wouldn't have had otherwise? My strength is working with kids, and that's what I do most of the time. But I've definitely had to stretch myself and be in charge of many activities that are outside my comfort zone over the years. As challenging as that has been, it's been so good for me and allowed me to have experiences I never would have had if I hadn't been a pastor's wife. I love having dinner with missionaries and hearing their stories. We've had opportunities to travel for conferences that have been fun. I've had unusual experiences talking to homeless people or those wanting money from the church. As long as I feel safe, I really enjoy interacting with those that have had different life experiences than me. Do you have any funny or crazy stories of things you've seen at church? Well, I've had to call the police a number of times for either people passed out on the church property or loitering or fighting. I've gotten in the middle of people arguing and helped defuse the situations. I've sat with suicidal people while the police were on the way. There was a time when some kids got into the church through a door that was locked but not latched. They went to get a drink and completely freaked out when the alarm went off. That was a funny video to watch on our security system. Another time, a guy working in the church fell through the flooring under the platform in the sanctuary and ended up in the preschool room in the basement. That was another good video to watch. One of my precious memories is of watching a very tall young lady reach down and give a hug to a very small, frail, older lady. It just warmed my heart. We have definitely had our share of characters in our church, and we've had a lot of laughs together. I agree. There is no shortage of funny stories from the church. What advice would you give to someone who is about to become a pastor's wife? Really, just be you. God has created you the way you are with your strengths and talents, so use them. Also, push past your insecurities and allow yourself to have some amazing experiences. Ignore the gossip and the negativity. Learn how to let it roll off. Set some boundaries around yourself. Focus on the things in Philippians 4.8. Whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. Definitely make family time a priority. 
and have fun. It is a privilege to be a pastor's wife. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say before we conclude? I don't think so, except maybe how was it for you growing up as a pastor's kid? Um, overall, it was awesome. Although it could be overwhelming at times being so involved at church, I appreciate having parents who made sure family came first. My dad has always done a great job of balancing church and family life, and my sister and I never felt second to the church. And many of my best memories involve church. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and letting me interview you. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Analyzing with Abby. Today's cat fact is that some cats have survived falls of over 65 feet. Their eyes and balance organs in the inner ear help cats to right themselves midair and land on their feet. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.